You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And we're very, very blessed and honoured to be joined by the wonderful Chris Watts. Chris, how are you going? Hey, kia ora, man. Doing all right. How are you, mate? Awesome. Very, very good. Now, Chris, um, I know you through uh, the DIL, the Dunedin Ice Hockey League, but you're a man of many, many talents because you have a show coming up in the Dunedin Fringe Festival. Congratulations. Oh, cheers, mate. No, it's, um, yeah, ice hockey's, ice hockey's a passion, but so is uh, performing. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing it for well, most of my life now. Yeah. And uh, I've... I had a bit of a COVID-enforced uh, break for the last couple of years, yeah. and I saw this opportunity to jump on in the Dunedin Fringe and uh, bring my show back to life. Awesome. So the show is called Bleeding Black. Uh, do you mind telling us a little bit about that? Uh, what What's the subject matter? What's it about? Yeah, so Bleeding Black uh, is about this boy called Sam. We meet him when he's five years old, and his dad is very, very keen for him to be a rugby player. Uh, he's not so keen, and he's told basically, well, you can stop playing or you can harden up. And uh, if you stop playing, I'm not around, coming from his dad. And you just see him make that decision, and you see that decision keep happening throughout his life when he's uh, forced to make the decision, do you want to keep playing, do you you want to stop playing, or do you want to harden up? Mm. And, uh, yeah, he spirals into some different, uh, very different ways of of living as he gets older. Mm. Wow, it's a, um, I mean, it sounds like such a fascinating uh, uh, narrative. And I think it's particularly uh, so so relevant in New Zealand because you hear like we love rugby, we love we love the rugby culture here in Aotearoa, but it can be damaging, and there is that toxic masculinity that it does uh, eat into. So it's well, yeah, absolutely. Like when I've done this in the past, talk a bit about toxic masculinity, but also uh, in a different vein, hyper masculinity, mm. in that uh, he's really forced to to push himself uh, and to try and be as masculine as possible. Mm. Uh, and then that bleeds into toxic masculinity as well mm. at times. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, this show was inspired uh, by one of my uh, honours year mm. papers where I was asked to take an existing New Zealand solo uh, and reinvent it for a modern audience. And I actually took this play called Blue Vein. And if you know Duncan Sarkis, who directed, I think he directed and wrote um, Scarfies for all you Oh, and, yes. Yeah, the people. movie. Yeah, so he, <laughs> yeah, and he wrote this play called Blue Vein set in Dunedin about a guy who gets addicted to cheese through his first cheese roll. I And I, I sort of took that and thought, you know, what's New Zealand addicted to, you know? Yeah. And rugby was, yeah, rugby was the obvious option. So I just started rewriting it and eventually I came out with this 15 awesome. minute play so that, that's so so cool for you that um, this is something that you you wrote during your honours yeah. um, and I imagine there was the project like that for your honours and now you're using it in fringe festivals now how, yeah, how many years on 8 years on uh, did you study in Otago? Uh, no, don't judge me. I did study in Wellington. <laughs> I start, don't. I, we would never judge here at Radio <laughs> One. Don't worry. Um, so you've also uh, a little bird named Chris Watts tells me you've performed the show a few times before. So where else uh, have you performed it? Yeah, I know that little bird pretty well. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So I originally performed it in the New Zealand Fringe up in Wellington, yep. and took it to my hometown of Palmy, Palmerston North. And I lived in Edinburgh for a couple of years, and I took it over there and did two seasons of the Edinburgh Fringe, which, cool. um, for those who don't know, is the biggest performing arts festival in the world. Yeah. It is an incredible beast. And one season, I had both the best and worst week of my life. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's just a massive, some massive, massive highs, but yeah. it can really, really drain you. Oh, man. Um, and everybody who goes there says similar things, but it's it's one of the best things you could ever do. That's so cool. And I mean, you, I see videos and like performances from Edinburgh Fringe. Even just look, every time it's announced, the Edinburgh Fringe lineup 
and oh, yeah. the program is incredible. The, the amount of work to go into running that uh, a festival is unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. It's tens of millions of pounds yeah. to make that thing happen. And the last couple of years, they ran it last year. They had a very, very small thing in 2020, uh, but they've got they're having a big festival this year, and I'm excited to see what... Absolutely. I won't be there, but I'm excited to see what they can That's put so on. It's so cool that you get to be part of part of two two years of fringe festivals fringe, yep. fringe festivals that is so so great and now um this is the first time you're doing it in the south island uh, yes so that's very very exciting too uh you were ju- you were just at the venue the new athenaeum mm-hmm. uh theater how are you finding the venue uh are you all comfortable in that space now oh yeah absolutely i've i've seen a few shows in there this is mm-hmm. yeah like you say my first time doing a show any show down here, uh, let alone Bleeding Black. Yeah. And uh, it's a nice, it's a really nice uh, black box venue. And I'm really, yeah, I'm really comfortable in there. I'm really excited to, to have some people in on Thursday and Friday. And uh, it's it's a different venue from what I'm used to. So yeah. it's, it's not just your standard end on. So I'm having to to change a few things up. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what sort of response that gets as well. Is that like part of the challenge with uh, Fringe Fest for most artists? Do you think that it's... Um it's a different um, there's like some constraints on the space that you can use or how you can perform it so do you think all artists will be uh, facing that challenge to a degree uh, yeah absolutely I mean there are different some venues are set up much much more than than others some mm-hmm. are some are quite rustic and you can you can get all sorts in the fringe you'll get somebody uh, doing something in the back room of a pub and they've got very little to work with. In fact, yeah, yeah. I have done the show in the back room of a cafe. <laughs> uh, that was my first season in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you very much, everybody, very, very very few people coming to this festival won't have to really adjust their mm. shows uh, to, fit the, to fit the venue they've mm. chosen. Wow, that's, um, that's incredible. I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. So that is Thursday and Friday, both at 9pm at the new Athenaeum Theatre. Yeah. And I think... Fa- the fantastic fact you told me before, Athenaeum is Latin for what is it? A small room at the back of a library. Well, no, that's where that's where you might do the show. But oh. um, it is a, it's a, the new Athenaeum is a small room at the back of the library. Uh, but an Athenaeum is a library. Yeah. Is a library. Yeah. Amazing stuff. I I learned how to pronounce that word and what it is today. So I'm uh, taking big steps. So that is Thursday and Friday this week, the 17th and the 18th of March at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 15 dollars. And uh, there is just a wee word of warning: uh, some bad language and domestic uh, oh, allusions to domestic yeah, allusions abuse. to domestic violence. Yes, um, and there might also be. I've done a bit of lighting stuff today. There might be a little bit of strobe. Bit of strobe. Oh wow! Yeah. There you go. Um, well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. No, thanks, mate. It's been great. Um, all the best. And if, if there was any final words you could say to, con- to convince people uh, to come to the show this Thursday or Friday, what would you say to them? I'd say uh, I don't get fully nude. <laughs> That's good. In the show or just in general? Like you shower? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> shower with my togs on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. There you go. No no nudity, but there is bad language. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, no, cheers, we mate. look forward to hearing how the show goes, and I look forward to seeing it on Friday. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.